because I just think that this is a word uh, for us in season. I'm excited about next week's word as well. But um, we are, right, we're full on in the Christmas season now, aren't we? Like we are in it, right? And there's just a couple of things that I look at the world today and I look at the season and I look at what the Bible talks about Jesus. And of course, one of the things that the Bible calls Christ when he came was the Prince of Peace. In fact, when you read through the uh, Christ story, the beginning story of his life, when the angels came to announce the birth of Christ to the shepherds, the, the angels actually declared this. They said, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. Peace on earth. I don't know about you, but I, I think we're living in a time where we need peace on earth. In fact, Jesus, all the way through his life, if you read the stories in all the Gospels, Jesus quite often when he was talking to people would greet them in their coming or in their going, and he would often say to them, peace be with you, peace be with you. It was quite often a, a greeting that as they came he would have, or as they left he would say that to him. And in fact, even when he found somebody or something had happened or a traumatic experience had happened or somebody like the woman caught in adultery, Jesus would say to them, now, go in peace. Jesus talked about peace or said peace to people a lot. And I think that what people really, really want in life is peace, a real peace. You can have all the money in the bank, but no peace in your heart. You can be successful on the outside, but incredibly empty on the inside. You can be married, but have no peace in your home. And what I think people want, but they don't even really know it, is they want peace, but it's a peace that only comes from God. In fact, I would suggest to you that rather than peace, what a lot of people actually have is the opposite. And a lot of people have what I would call tension rather than peace. A tension where, where they're afraid, where they're anxious. You know, when you, when you think about the relationships that you have, be it with your children or your family or your wife or your husband, you think about those relationships, you think about what you want in those relationships, you want peace, don't you? You don't want, you don't want chaos, you don't want fighting, you want harmony, you want understanding. But so often what we have in the world or what we have in life can so often be the opposite. Instead of understanding, we have misunderstandings and we have disagreements and we have hurt feelings and we have bitterness and we have unforgiveness. And so what so many people really want and really need is actually peace in life. And in a season like we are in today of fear and unsettledness and the unknown, the prophet Isaiah prophesied into a season like that in Israel's time, and he prophesied about a day of unbridled worship filled with peace and passion and praise for the goodness of God. It's mentioned in Isaiah 26 verses 1 to 4, and it says this, In that day, everyone in the land of Judah will sing this song, Our city is strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Open the gates to all who are righteous 
Allow the faithful to enter. Then listen to this. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. You will be kept in perfect peace. The peace of God that comes from heaven. You will, in a, in a similar time and in a similar circumstance, Isaiah says, you will be kept in perfect peace. Personally, if I'm honest with you, and probably if you're honest with yourself, I'm more familiar with imperfect peace or inconsistent peace. You see, I can have peace one moment and even pray to God and trust God with that thing and be fine with that for all of about three minutes until the peace then disappears and all of a sudden it's like, God, why haven't you done something yet? Yes? God, where are you? I can have a moment of joy and tranquility and a sense of the presence of God and moments later be completely and overcome with a sense of anxiety and of dread and of fear and of personal insecurity. I'm way more familiar with inconsistent peace or imperfect peace, and yet God promises something called perfect peace. Now, to understand what he's really saying, we have to understand that the word peace in the Old Testament is a really rich Hebrew word, and it's shalom. Shalom. Peace is shalom. And it's actually a Jewish greeting. It's like in Fiji, everywhere you go, everyone goes, bulla, 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 bulla. Bulla actually means life. It's actually quite a cool greeting. Um, we, we, we probably greet each other with, what's up? Uh, we need to come up with a better one. But in the Jewish custom, that was a greeting, shalom. In both coming and going, someone might say to you, shalom, as you come, or shalom, as you go. And this word means way more than just peace. This word means way more than just peace. It means wholeness. It means completeness. It's a fullness of peace. It, it basically means peace in every way that you can experience it in life. It's a complete and perfect peace because it's the peace with God. In other words, there's never this internal sense of fear or dread of, am I doing everything right? Am I okay with God? Is God happy with me? Uh, uh, have I done something where he won't love me now? Have, have I gone too far? Is my shame too great? It, it's, it's more than just peace. It's peace with God and it's peace with other people. It, it's peace with your circumstances, even when your circumstances aren't what you would want them to be. It is shalom. It's complete. It's whole peace from God. He says this, you will be kept in Perfect peace. In other words, it literally says this in the Greek, you will be, uh, in the Hebrew, sorry, you will be kept in shalom, shalom. It's not just shalom, but it's shalom, shalom. It's a, it's a double portion of peace. It's a perfect 
complete, full peace. It's a peace that goes beyond human ability and human understanding. Um, it is it is a double portion, shalom, shalom type of peace. You see, peace does not mean that we won't have trouble in this world. Even Jesus said that we would have trouble in this world. In John 16, 33, where he says, in this world, you will have trouble. It, it doesn't mean that you aren't going to have problems. Peace doesn't mean that you're not going to have a difficult time. Listen to me when I say this. If you hear nothing else today, I want you to hear this. Peace isn't found in the absence of problems. Peace is found in the presence of God. Peace is not found in the absence of problems. Peace is found in the presence of God. Peace is God's presence, God's perspective, God's assurance. Even when life is anything but what you want it to be, peace is God's presence. Yeah, well, well Craig, my, my marriage sucks right now. Where's, where's the peace in that? My, my body is wrecked right now. Where's the peace in that? I'm trying to hold it together financially, and we've got Christmas upon us, and we've got bills stacking up. Where's the peace in that? I've got a child struggling right now with drugs, or maybe there's a pornography problem in your home. Where's the peace in that? How do you experience the shalom, shalom of God? Well, the first thing that we've got to understand is that our battle for peace begins in our minds. It's a war in our mind for peace. You see, I can know the truth of God, but then my mind wanders into all sorts of untruths. Come on, let's be real this morning. We know what the Bible says, but it doesn't stop our mind from going to a whole lot of places that aren't true, a whole lot of thoughts that aren't right, a whole lot of thoughts that he doesn't say. I can even wholeheartedly believe the truth and the promises of God for you. But that doesn't mean I believe them for me. Come on, we believe that God can bless others, but we don't necessarily believe that God can bless us. And there's a war going on in our minds between what God says and what my, my mind tends to wrongly believe. The battle for peace begins in our minds. How do I know that? Isaiah said it. In 26 verse 3 where he says, you will keep in perfect peace all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Perfect peace for all whose thoughts are fixed on you. They're fixed on the truth of God. They're focused on God. They're fixed on Him. I love that in Hebrews it says, but we look unto the author and the finisher of our faith. It says this in the NIV version, it says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast. You see, Isaiah doesn't say you will have perfect peace when your mind is fixed on the news. Isaiah doesn't say that you'll have perfect peace when your mind is fixed on the one o'clock briefings. Isaiah doesn't say that you'll have perfect peace when your mind is fixed on the future and what it might look like. 
or when your mind is fixed on your financial problems, or when your mind is focused on the bad news of your doctor. No, 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 you'll have perfect peace when your mind is fixed and focused on the truth of God, the Word of God, what He says. The, the Hebrew word for fix translated is the word shamak, and it's a word that means to lean on completely. It, 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 that word fix means it, how I will keep in perfect peace those who lean on completely on me. It means to be fully rest oneself upon. It's like this chair here. Um, if I'm going to do this on this chair, I am putting my whole entire weight upon this chair. If the chair gives way, I'm probably going to re-injure my back right now. If the chair gives way, I'm on the floor. I am completely and totally trusting this chair. And what the Bible is saying is that when our minds are fixed, when, when everything about us waits on Him, and the weight of everything that we believe is on Him, not on something else, but it's fixed upon Him, then you will be kept in perfect peace. It's a perfect peace. A perfect peace is when your thoughts are resting on God's unfailing promises. And so my question for you and I, as we go through the season of craziness that we seem to be in, is what is your mind fixed on? If you feel instability right now, fear right now, uncertainty right now, anxiousness right now, what is your mind fixed on? Let me, let me put it this way. Whenever you have idle time or a spare moment, most mums are like, what is that? <laughs> when you have a spare moment or idle time, where does your mind drift to? What do you focus on? What consumes your thoughts? Maybe your mind is consumed with what's going wrong in the world right now, or what could go wrong in the world right now, or what you don't like, or what you dread. The Bible says this, you will be kept in perfect peace whose minds are fixed on God. Philippians 4, 8 to 9 says this, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And listen to this, then the God of peace will be with you. When your mind is fixed on God, when your mind is fixed on what is true, when your mind is fixed on what is admirable and worthy of praise, then the God of peace will be with you. When is the God of peace with you? When your minds are fixed on Him. Fixed on Him. Not fixed on our futures, not fixed on our news, not fixed on our government's decisions, fixed on Him. Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth. Shalom, shalom on earth. Perfect, complete peace. What do I tell myself? 
when my mind is not fixed on him. I tell myself my God is good. He is always good. His promises are true. His word never, never fails. Who is God when I have doubts? When I'm lost, he's my God. When I'm weak, he's my strength. When I'm hurting, he's my comforter. Fix your minds on God. Who shall separate me from the love of God in Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or COVID or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or relational tension or loneliness or anxiety or loss or depression or fear? No, in all these things, we are what we are more than conquerors through Christ who love us. I am convinced with every part of my mind that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor height, nor depth, nor anything, and all of creation will be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Why? Because my mind is fixed on Him. When your mind is fixed on Him, nothing can throw you off. And when my mind is fixed on Him, I have shalom, shalom. I have shalom, shalom. It's perfect peace of God that the world will not understand because it's a peace that the world can't find because you can't find that peace anywhere in the world because you have to fix your mind on Him and that's where it's found. It's not found in your marriage. It's not found in your children. It's not found in your career. It's not found in your bank account. It's not found any other place than in Him. Only shalom, shalom, perfect peace is found when I fixed my eyes on Him. John 14 verse 27 says this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Did you hear what he just said then? He said, my peace I give to you. He's not giving you a peace. He's giving you his peace. And his peace is not found in the absence of problems. His peace is found in the presence of God. Jesus, who is peace, gives you his peace. And you can be kept in shalom, shalom when your mind is fixed on him. Why? Because he is our perfect peace. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And what? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Why? Because instead of fixing your eyes on your problems, you're fixing your eyes on Him and you're bringing your problems in prayer and in supplication and petition with a thanksgiving in your heart, knowing that the King of Kings, that all hail King Jesus can do it. And so all of a sudden, the weight of all of that shifts because your mind is fixed on Him and then the peace of God, the shalom, shalom, which transcends all understanding guards our hearts and our minds from the torment of our times. It is the peace of God. It is not the peace of this world. It is not the peace of having money 
and the bank. It's not the peace of when everything is going the way that you want it. It is the peace of God, not found in the absence of problems, but found in the presence of God. This is a peace that is not from this world. This is a peace that only comes from God. And peace isn't the absence of heartache. It is not the absence of loss. It is the presence of God. So when the angels said, glory to God, the highest peace on earth, it's because peace had come. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're facing right now, fix your thoughts on him. Think about what's good. Think about what's pure. And your mind will be kept in shalom, shalom. As you focus on the one who is peace and the one who is always good. The Bible says this as I finish. As Zoe comes just to jump on the keys for a little bit. It says this, it says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Fix your eyes on him. Let the weight of all your cares rest on shalom, shalom. He is with you now. And here's the thing. He was sent as a gift for you and for me. Peace on earth. Peace be with you. Go in peace. It's a peace from heaven. And it's a peace that's available for you right now. I speak, I prophesy over your life right now. Shalom, shalom. May God's peace that passes all understanding, may it guard your hearts, may it guard your minds, and may it guard your soul.